0: Hello and welcome to episode eighty-seven of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have 1995's Copycat. We sure do. So this is like I told you before. Like this is a full-on thriller. thriller. I did get as a heads we up. We always
1: say the horror genre is a wide spectrum, right? So as is, as
0: is other things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I was scared going into this. Like scared that you would be scared,
1: scared or disturbed.
0: Scared that it was a two hour and three minute runtime. I was like, wow, I think this is Doesn't this th-
1: have the same runtime as Scream Six? I might. think it does.
0: I was like, Yeah, this is definitely thinking like this is definitely one of the longer films we've done, if not the longest. But if it's meeting Scream Six, it's it's like it's up there. Scream
1: Six was a very well paced movie. It was. And I don't think this movie overstays its welcome too much no
0: no 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 i was i was pleasantly surprised with this when i when i like i said when i saw the two hours three minutes i was like Whew, this is gonna be a long one but no like that's what she said and now at did you like it oh yeah I, I this is the kind of shit i eat up this like thriller who done it and then like we figure out who done it but now we have like we're waiting for everyone to put the pieces together and for them to finally get this guy like i thought this was great Great premise.
1: Yeah. Like, you know me, like, I think I mentioned recently, I think it was on our cell episode that, you know, sometimes when we get like the police procedurally type stuff, like I check out, but Mm -hmm. I think because this movie, I like the character so much that I'm invested. And I mean, that's really what stands out to me is that the two strong, I shouldn't say that Uh, (laughs) people, because people always say like, oh, strong female type, like, but you know, as far as well-characterized People who are so different who mm-hmm. have to work together, and I love Sigourney Weaver and Holly Hunter in this movie. I think they're so good in this movie.
0: I think Sigourney brought it. She oh, was great because
1: she really heavily studied. Um, what is that agra Am I saying it wrong? Probably. um You know, be scared to leave your house. Yeah. basically, like she like went in on talking to people and doing mm-hmm. research. And she also said this is her... I think she said this is her favorite role she's ever done. Wow. Which, you know, considering, like, she's, like, Oscar-nominated. She played Ripley. Like, that's saying a lot. And I think she's fantastic. And Mm -hmm. I love, like, how her character is. She's kind of a bitch. But we understand why she's like that. Mm -hmm. And she's still likable
0: despite that, Mm -hmm. you know? I just love her in the... Not that she wasn't, you know, in Alien. She was still very smart you know but i just love her in this more less rugged and gritty role where she's like more she's like she's, she's a doctor she's, she's more sophisticated tough, but yeah. she's very vulnerable too, yeah
1: which you know you look at her and it's like how could she play vulnerable like she's so tall mm-hmm. you know and we're, we're used to seeing her kicking ass and like you said the alien films but like she pulled it off so you know when this movie came out You know, it got pretty good reviews. It's got a 75% in Rotten Tomatoes, and people seem to like it, but it it wasn't a box office flop, but it didn't do amazing either because the month before this, a little movie called Seven came out, which I really think ate into, you know, people are like, we just saw a really depressing thriller. Great thriller. Like, do we want to watch another one? So Mm -hmm. I don't know why they didn't just push this release back a bit. Yeah come on but you know and i love seven i think seven's a better movie than this Mm because you know it's david fincher like that movie visually is so amazing like every shot is like so well done but like i'm much more inclined to rewatch this movie Mm -hmm. because i like the characters
0: better so do you think this movie may not have done as well because at the time like i feel like serial killers are not were maybe not as popular then as they are now
1: I could see that, but, like, Seven did amazing, and that was a serial
0: killer movie, you know, so. But it wasn't, like, based on, like, real serial killers, you know, like, like this one, was it? I don't know. I'm guessing not, like, it was, no, like this one not was. not
1: really, not really, because it was, like, it was a killer killing people based on the Seven Deadly Sins. Yes. Of course. Yeah, I don't know. I still think it was popular, but, like, I mean, you could still release this movie now, you know. Oh, yeah. And it would probably be better received, you know
0: copycat too. copycat Copy. too.
1: <laughs> both our lead actresses are still working and still alive holly hunter well you did you even watch the Zack snyder justice league films did you end up watching
0: this the snyder cut yeah because she
1: was in it i don't she played the president maybe i don't know i remember people were making fun of it because she was there was a scene about piss do you remember that at all i, no,
0: I did uh, not make it through the four hour snyder uh, Cut film <laughs> I saw, like, some of the highlights that were different, but, like, did not fully sit there and watch it.
1: I did, and I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but we stand Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but, yeah, we open up, like, she's serving some Gail Weathers with better hair, or I guess Gail Weathers was serving her on Scream 3. she got, like, this red. She's doing a this conference talking about serial killers, right? And I like when, how she has every every male stand up and mm-hmm. then like you like you can sit down because she says most males are are white from the ages 20 to
0: 35 right mm-hmm. and she's like look ladies a lot of these good looking guys you want them to take you out for a drink and she's like actually they could be killers bum 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 did you notice though
1: our the guy who will end up being the killer is in the audience they show them briefly. Oh, I didn't realize that at first. Very nice no. touch. Which I don't think m- most people would pick up the first time watching this yeah.
0: movie. So this this movie gives you a little bit better of a rewatch than compared to I Know Who Killed Me.
1: Listen, I would watch, I'd rewatch I Know Who Killed <laughs> Me. But this might be a little bit better than that. <laughs> but she sees... What's his name? Daryl Lee something. Daryl Lee, like not Cumberbatch, but Pi- Cumwell or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to Benedict Cumberbatch? I feel like he was in all these movies. I'm like, why? I don't like him. But and now, now he's not.
0: Now he's just Doctor Strange. That's all he can do. Oh, yeah. Wow. I forgot he was Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's like he's locked up in that for now. Poor guy. <laughs> he was you ever watch Sherlock? I loved Sherlock. He was good in that.
1: There was a show. Sherlock was it, like it was British. Yeah. OK, I've heard of it
0: very good yeah she she sees him briefly but this is just
1: this gotta be a vision
0: yes the vision of him that she like gets freaked out and she like motions to like one of the police he like almost gets his gun ready and then she's like no we're good
1: okay and she has this line she's like signing somebody's book and she just tells this this lady Don't park next to vans. It's so funny to me. (laughs) Watch out for those vans. Somebody somebody should have told that to Randy two years later and screamed, too.
0: He didn't get the memo. Okay, but her her cop escort does the worst job of clearing this restroom. So. She has to use the restroom. She's at, I think, like a university or some sort. Right. Giving a le- giving a lecture, a and guest I just lecture. want to shout
1: out quick though, like how I love how white this bathroom is contrasted to her red dress.
0: Ooh, it does pop. Yes. So, she's escorted by an officer, goes in the restroom with her, clears out all the stalls except for the one that has one person in it. Doesn't even decide to check. Or anything. Because no,
1: he sees it's a female. He just sees or the legs. Fema- female legs. Yeah. Female shoes even. Because a guy couldn't do what he does in this movie, which is put on female shoes. Never. apparently.
0: So he clears the bathroom, leaves the one female in the stall, and says, you're good to go. You Doc- think
1: he was fired? I think he gets killed. Oh, yeah. So, he, <laughs> so, it,
0: so yes, he was, I guess. Right. He deserved it.
1: But, yeah, she is strangled by some very severe
0: wire i guess this is pretty intense and like he's even got uh like a hook for it to clamp on it's almost like a rock climbing thing it looks like so she is suspended in the air it's it's well thought out but because of her high heel she's able to still stay on the toilet seat and like not choke herself out essentially
1: and our killer here like i said is played by harry conning jr who i think Mostly at this time was known as a singer. So this was kind of like against type for him. And I think he does a good job. Like he's pretty, he's pretty, he's, he's given those killer
0: vibes. Yeah, he's pretty scraggly. Just like he, he's creepy. And then he goes on to do Christmas music.
1: <laughs> right. And then he's like, isn't this where he's like, should I, should I shoot him? Should I stick him? Should I shoot him? Should I stick him? Mm-hmm. And then he decides to do both. And then I, I guess the moment too where he like licks the knife that was his little improv too, which I thought was a creepy touch. It's well done. Like then we see see the one guard, the other guard like running down the hallway. Then we get the the copycat title card, like like a stamp copying. Oh, it's good.
0: so good. Even good, when, good opening. Even when he shoots the cop, all the blood, and just the cops were like the it, blood it hits against so against the white of the bathroom. Yeah.
1: You know, I think they did say. Um, I don't know if it was Sigourney or the director, but they were like, we want to do for bathrooms what Psycho did for our, for the shower. Like, I don't know if they quite went there, Yeah, but I appreciate the attempt, and it's a good opening.
0: I don't know. I think Scream 2's bathroom scene got me a little more freaked out than this bathroom scene. I mean, it's pretty iconic, even though
1: that killer had very good aim. He just knew where Omar Up's head was going to be. And the sharpest knife on the planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. which <laughs>
0: A whitesaber, basically.
1: Same knife. As this movie, too. Oh. I think the handle is different, but it's like a buck 120 or something like that.
0: Look at you knowing your knives. You're you're like a hunter. Only when it comes to
1: Scream. Because <laughs> I had to buy one for our Halloween party.
0: Oh. So you you have found, like, the legit knife. Wow. Okay. Well, I
1: mean, you could just type in Scream Night if you know, have yeah, to. But. but still, that's dedication. <laughs> like, you didn't
0: just, like, go to Party City or Spirit Halloween. Like, like all oh, this works. You know what I mean?
1: No. You got to get the, the buck 120, yes. man. <laughs> Can I get the copycat knife,
0: please? They're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So then after we have our other cop running to the scene, we get, like you said, we get the copycat title card, and then we cut 13 months later. Yes. Helen wakes
1: up. You know, she's obviously having nightmares, the trauma Mm -hmm. of it all. Where's Billy Loomis when you need him? It's been 13 months. You should get over it. (laughs) We see she has this amazing condo. She's making bucks. Mm-hmm. Again, I do get a lot of scream fives. I have to keep like this remind me of Gale and Scream Six, like her apartment kind mm-hmm. of. And of course, we have German Mul- Mulroney later too. So, and I like to like I I just assume this was night. So like mm-hmm. when she like und turns her little what do you call them her like window her blinds her blind or, things yeah you know, I'm like oh it's day.
0: See, I I thought this kind of reminded me of, um, like Sydney's hideout in Scream Three, and then I think our main killer like reminded me a lot of Billy Loomis too.
1: Maybe that's why I love this movie. A lot of Scream vibes, Scream subtleties. Yes. So then we meet Holly Hunter. I just call her Holly Hunter. What's her name? Do you know? I know Helen is Sigourney M- Weaver.
0: Monahan, I believe, is her last name. Agent, because they call keep calling her. Agent I'm not Monahan, gonna call her Detective, Monahan. Detective Monahan. I I'll just. Do not remember her first? I'll agent. just stick with Holly Hunter. Go with Holly.
1: <laughs> so like her and Detective Bailey from Scream Six, like they want to be together, basically, right? It's, I do. It they, seems they, like it. Yeah, they have very good chemistry though. Like you get like this friendly mm-hmm. vibes, but they also like probably want to fuck.
0: There's some <laughs> sexual tension going on. Diet. I like how we're introduced when we are introduced to them. Their scene in like training clearing rooms. We get that
1: classic scene where like we're supposed to believe it's real, right? Mm-hmm. And then of course it's a training thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, then they have great banter with each other. Like you said, the chemistry is real there.
1: I really like. I think the dialogue between characters in this movie is really good. Like everything
0: feels kind of real. Like mm-hmm. people, how people probably really talk and like joke with each other mm-hmm. in real life. And I'm glad we get an early glimpse of our killer. Besides their first opening shot.
1: Right, because he's stalking some random woman who's running in the park. Mm-hmm. So we know, yeah, something, something's afoot. Mm-hmm. And, he's
0: get, and he's like taking or has taken a video of her and is now like editing it and zooming in on it and just being a creeper about it.
1: Okay, this will be the last time I mention Scream. But then we have like Gail Weathers. Like the reporter on the scene is very Gale Weathers, and they're like oh there's the mouth or whatever they call her, <laughs> trying to get the scoop, and I like this little walkthrough, because like it's like one shot where we follow Holly Hunter throughout this house, mm-hmm. just like looking at every little detail, and I just like how we, how they frame this here, like going with her, because I think that's a very interesting job actually, just to go and see what's off mm-hmm. about a, about the scene of a crime, you know?
0: You missed your calling. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, there's like there's something left on the stove that's been there a while. You
1: have to take everything into account. Yeah,
0: you, you know, you're trying to take in place. You're trying to think of like how long ago did this happen? Um, like they talk about like forced anxiety, things like that. I don't know. At one point, there's a knife that's just kind of stabbed in the counter and it's just standing up on its own. I don't know if you saw it's that. Very
1: Michael Myers and, Scoot- mm-hmm. and uh, Halloween two, but eventually. She walks into the bathroom where we have our body, one leg hanging
0: out. Mm-hmm. And this is where we learn it might be a serial killer because there's been some other murders very similar to this. What they find out is a strangling. Right. And also, they one of the cops informs her that I believe it was Lieutenant Quinn ends up taking a scarf or like a stocking that was around the neck or mouth. It's FBI who took it,
1: right? Or something. Some no.
0: other division, right? Or no, it's her boss. Oh, okay. I think. I, she's pissed he, off about it. Later. Yeah, he gets there first. He ends up taking it, and then she's like, "Why'd you take this?" He's like, "Oh, because I wanted. To st- I didn't want the media knowing about this yet." And she's like, "Well, that's my call," but she's like, "Yes, hide that because I don't want the media knowing about it." Right. So like, she's she's okay with the call. She just wants to call the shots.
1: They should let her. She's smart.
0: It's her case.
1: I just love – I feel like for such a tiny person, like she's so small. She's so commanding, though, you know.
0: She told me what to do. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Boss me around, Holly Hunter. Okay. Now we have actual footage of me reaching my hand out my door, trying to get an Amazon package. Sigourney (laughs) not wanting to to leave her front door. And (laughs) – the newspaper is not right there for her she's like christ again those (laughs) fuckers she has to get a broom it's a struggle but i like how they like do like like those weird wide angle shots to really like get into her mindset Mm -hmm. of how much of a struggle this is for her
0: you find out later that she does have an assistant andy that comes and helps her with things so it's like Justice for Andy. Like, why don't you just wait for Andy to come
1: through? She really wants to read the news because she knows people are getting murdered. She, she wa- wants to help them. She wants to get
0: to the bottom of this.
1: Did you recognize Mr. Will Patton? He's like the one cop who has the hots for Holly Hunter, but she's not interested. I think they might have dated. They did. They, right. He,
0: She dumped him.
1: Right. Like well, he was in the iconic Halloween, the new trilogy. Oh. Remember, he ended up with Lori at the end. Okay.
0: Yeah. So they had this one guy come in who confesses to killing this girl in the bathtub, which it sounds like they know him by name. So like, he does oh, this. It's oh, it's you again. Yeah. Get the fuck out. of here! It's not his first time coming in here like fake confessing. But they ask him, which is like very clever. Like, how how many times did you stab her? He's like, oh, 86. And obviously we all know that there was no stabbing involved. It was a strangling. So that's when they know he's full of shit.
1: He just wants a little attention. <laughs> But we get our killer again, lurking in the background, just for a split second. We see it.
0: Oh, I love it. Oh, I missed it. He's he's everywhere.
1: He's everywhere. Damn. But then they get a call from Helen. We kind of get the sense that you know this isn't the first time she has called and bothered them. Mm-hmm. Like she just, they just think she's crazy.
0: Yeah, because they ask her about some moon bicycle, and she's like, "No, that's not at all what I said. It's a lunar cycle," <laughs> which I like. I totally, I was like, "Oh my god, it makes so much sense." And you think they that now that Holly's listening to her, she'd actually try to make sense of it. Right. Because she realizes that it's been so long in between kills that that's this killer's pattern right now. It's He's on this this lunar cycle.
1: Not a moon cycle. Not not, conf- moon, not to be confused moon. with a moon bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just want to mention that the secretary lady who works in this office is the Pine Saw lady from the iconic Pine Saw commercials. So Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: So it seems like after this call, though, Holly actually wants to give Helen some credit because she starts watching her old uh, an old video of her testifying against the the killer from earlier and saying how, you know, he's not really insane because when you're insane, you hear voices from both ears and -hmm. this guy only heard a voice in his left ear. So when he when he killed the people he killed, he was fully aware of what he was doing and not insane.
1: Okay, I think the only thing I'm a little confused on, that was before the video that she's watching of her on the stand. Mm-hmm. That's before he ends up attacking her. Yeah. So he escaped. Yes, he escapes that, from prison. Oh. Okay. And
0: attacks her, and then you would think he would killed her.
1: That's why she was having visions because she was paranoid, probably of him. Cause she knew he escaped.
0: She knew that. That's why she has guards. Oh, okay. she knew he escaped. I just escaped. thought that she
1: had guards because, like, later she boss. says, "I'm like I'm the muse of serial killers." Yeah, that she, it was just something she had. Well, yeah. Next time, have a guard who's not an idiot.
0: She seems to have a lot of problems with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These For incompetent sure. guards. And I just love all like the psychological stuff, the mind stuff, and the fact that like she's an expert. Like I know it's all movie. But the fact they have a character who plays an expert in all this crap sure, is like really interesting. I'm
1: sure they did a lot of research and got yeah. a lot of this right. Mm-hmm. You know, although there is a, here I go again. Oh no, do you're, you you're doing remember? it again. I think you're to okay. you reference. I but know what you did last summer. <laughs> yes. Um, I think earlier Sigourney says there's, uh, probably about 35 active serial killers in the country. And then mm-hmm. flashback two years later to *Scream* two when Mrs. Loomis says there's uh, about ninety seven. So I'm oh. wondering, did it jump up that much in only a couple years, or is somebody lying to me?
0: So uh, that seems ag- that seems like an aggressive jump. But is it uh, why? Why do you think there'd be that jump? Is it because we have all these movies coming out like this now? Oh no! Hell no! <laughs>
1: Movies don't create psychos; they just make a more creative man.
0: <laughs> so they end up. So they watch um, Helen testifying, and then they go and visit her at her house. Both uh, Holly and Detective Bailey, but yes. they're kind of dicks about it. Then,
1: end- well, she ends up passed out with a paper bag because yes. they throw these
0: fucking crime scene photos,
1: pictures in front of her. At least, like ask her first right
0: yeah that and she goes to a full-blown panic attack and, and thank god andy was there he's able to help her through it and we love andy on this podcast Andy's great everyone so, needs an andy she, in their life just
1: for andy and his head <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so they send her to the panic attack and they say oh yeah she'll be, she'll be fine in a little bit yeah It'll he's be just okay. like this is we're used to this yeah but they leave it seems like they leave everything there for her to look over um in case she does ultimately want to help them out. Which she just might. Otherwise, it would be a very short movie. She's like, no, nah, I'm good.
1: I'm good. End <laughs> credits. The killer is still at large. I do like, you know, their little relationship. Her and Andy, though, and he's like, you know, he was cute, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. She's like, yes. And she's talking about how she misses sex. Like a good little character. Yeah.
0: Moment. It's very, yeah, like just human, too. I love how thirsty
1: they make her. Cause I feel like it's true to life. Like she's been in her house for 13 months. Mm-hmm. Like she wants some D, you know, this uh, dress scene's pretty creepy too. Cause I mean, I don't know why she kept the red outfit. Like it seems like something you wouldn't want after she was almost killed in it. You know, how, I mean, and I'm sure it was expensive, but
0: how I rationalized it was, you know, how some people like to feel like they have control of an uncontrollable situation something like that where it's like she wasn't able to like do it like that happened to her and that's really shitty but she's like taking control of that by having that red dress there and she's able to like look at it and hopefully have it not affect her right but it
1: does affect her because he fucks with her with it because she puts one dress down and then he replaces it but of Mm -hmm. course she's like you know I'm off she's Almost always like drunk or on pills, so mm-hmm. she doesn't even know
0: if what she's seeing is real mm-hmm. or not, too. But that that quick window flash where we see like the shadow of the killer that was that creeped me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, did you know any of these killers? I'm sure you knew some of them, but like this first serial killer that she connects, uh, bathtub girl to, I had no idea who that was.
1: Do you remember his name by any chance?
0: Uh, I do not off the top of my head. I mean, there's some... That way wasn't
1: of, the Boston... Was that the Boston Strangler? The, the I think it
0: was, yeah. because they're all strangled, yeah.
1: I've I've heard of him, for sure. Of course, you know, everybody knows Dahmer. Dahmer, yeah. Manson, one of our last ones. Uh, Gacy.
0: Gacy. But this is where we ultimately learned that this guy is copying, uh the Boston Strangler at this point. We don't know if it's other serial killers. We just know he's copying this one killer just by the way that he laid out the body because she compares it, the current crime scene photo, to an older crime scene photo, and it's, like, almost identical. Right, and I love how smart she is. She's just like, what did you guys do with the
1: stocking? Like, Mm -hmm. she just knows that that would have been around the person's Mm -hmm. neck.
0: And, of course, they hid that and suppressed that from the media so no one would know about that. But, of, cu- of course, she does because she knows what's going on here. Right. And I love her line about she's like, these
1: guys are like viruses. There's always some new mutation. Hmm. I love this online chess game, this 1995 chess game called Chess Demon she plays and like can direct message people back and forth.
0: She's playing with Checkmate. I thought that was pretty great. Right. That was a pretty clever username.
1: And she's, like, dragging people, though. She's just like, you
0: suck. Bye. Stop <laughs> flirting with me. Play chess.
1: <laughs> like, she's got, like, three screens. Like, this is what I the, my setup I wanted when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> the, playing chess demon.
1: Let's bring chess demon back. Unless it was just made for this movie, which it probably was.
0: <laughs> but she ends up getting this creepy-ass video. Yeah. This is creepy. This was creepy and I feel like really advanced for its time, but I'm still going to roll with it because it's awesome. This guy basically edits the crime scene photo, makes that person, that body dance by moving various limbs. And then also skull face. Yeah, shows her a picture of or a video of his next victim and puts a, a skull face on the victim
1: with these intense screaming noises and then um the t- screen gets attacked it gets attacked with cheetos
0: it looks like um <laughs> I like when they ask her like well did you play it back she's like no <laughs> and of course it's 1995 so they can't trace where this file came from at all but i love when she like freaks out and she like starts ripping on the cords up she's
1: like you gave this guy like an into my world basically like this is her mm-hmm. sanctuary that's now been corrupted so she's obviously kind of shook
0: and the fact that this guy had programmed this video slash program to just delete itself completely from her computer once it was played just once was pretty clever because she goes to play it again and then it deletes itself so they the detectives can't even figure out who it is because they ask her oh what girl like can you describe the girl she's like yeah, it looks like every other girl out there.
1: Well, she was a redhead, though. She could at least, you know, <laughs> she could have helped. That, that narrows it down a bit. I would say she's a redhead, and she was at some seventies like festival. Come on, Helen.
0: <laughs> do do better.
1: But I think little Holly Hunter ends ends up leaving, and he stays with her. Mm-hmm. And then you know, there's like a little bit of flirtation. Look, we get like a like a little love triangle here that I'm here for.
0: <laughs> But he kind of straight obsessed to her like, no, like I because she picks up on there's something between those two. Helen does. right? Yeah. So they have a little heart to heart about that.
1: OK, so then we see. I don't think at this point we even know he's the killer. Right. This guy with the glasses. Yeah. Um, Who is this woman?
0: His girlfriend, I think. Okay.
1: All right. I thought I read some something somewhere else. It called her his aunt because I always thought it was his girlfriend.
0: I thought I always thought I took it as his girlfriend. Yeah,
1: because if it's aunt, it's a little weird. Like she wants him to, like sit on the bed and
0: watch like a show. late night show, yeah, like a talk show.
1: She goes, you know, I don't like I don't watch late night shows on my own. Yeah, like okay,
0: <laughs> be a little weird to ask your nephew like, I to walk if She said watch.
1: horror movies or something. Yeah, <laughs> and this actor I forget his name in real life, but recently I watched um, Dario Argento film Opera, which has some really horrific eye trauma in it mm. and he appeared in that movie it was just seemed very random because obviously didn't shoot in america mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay that's you but then you know he walks down into T- his spooky lair spooky lair <laughs> with girl tied up bag over her with bed. festival girl <laughs> yes <laughs> she, she was having such a great time
0: too and at this point like i'm you know trying to put together like him being the killer and obviously him being the killer and everything because they said in the beginning oh this guy must like power because he likes to sh- he likes to see have his victims look at him while he's strangling him and that kind of made sense here because his girl girlfriend slash aunt seems like pretty <laughs> demanding of him like asking him for stuff and he's like bringing it up wants him to watch letterman with her or whatever talk show how it is. So it's like okay, I can see why maybe he doesn't have control of this part of his life so he wants control of something else. So that's why he's got right. this thing going on.
1: You know, the only thing, like I don't know if this is a, a negative, but the only thing that, you know, I could see maybe people complaining about is the fact that he's not necessarily necessarily the most scary killer. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like that's kind of the point. Yeah, no, exactly. He's like the average white late 20s early 30s maybe male Mm -hmm. right yeah
0: decent looking charming he's he's
1: decent looking like as soon as he takes those it's like not another teen movie here we go she takes off that ponytail her glasses are pink covered overall she's hot like he takes off his glasses he's super he goes from a six to a nine (laughs) like you know so yeah i could see this like this definitely doesn't have you know a character like hannibal lecter Mm -hmm. but that would be kind of missing the point like i said you know
0: he, there's one movie out there that has Robin Williams play the serial killer. Did you ever hour see the
1: photo? No,
0: that? no, no, no. It's An- another, another one. Another time
1: he played a killer. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was. Oh God. It was, uh, I think it was a Christopher Nolan film.
1: Oh, insomnia.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: I hear that's like a little bit of a weaker one for yeah. Christopher Nolan, but you know,
0: it's still like to see him and that kind of, I've never seen one hour photo, but that is one I do want to see. But one hour photo is really good. That was like, uh, I was like, wow, seeing Robin Williams play someone evil. The next day morning, festival girl ends up dead. She's dumped on a cliff, unlike uh, being found in a bathtub like the other uh, girls. And Detective Bailey and Holly's ex-boyfriend get into a little bit because it seems like Detective Bailey may have been drinking the night before. And the ex-boyfriend's like, don't hurt her. And then Detective Bailey throws out the line. Well, she dumped you for a reason, right? Oh, shit. Got him. Uh, <laughs> like, I get it. The ex boyfriend's just trying to be a little protective, And he definitely still has the hots.
1: Um, oh, he's thirsty for little Holly Hunter. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, who wouldn't be? But you know at her? what?
1: I think she's got a bigger dick than he does. <laughs> <to. laughs> but then Holly Hunter goes back to Sigourney Weaver's place. I like this little moment where I think. I think Sigourney's almost trying to get a little rise out of her where she's like, oh, he, you know, Detective Bailey, <laughs> he, he took good care of yeah. me last night. Tell him thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, um, Holly Hunter is telling her about, you know, the body that they found. She's like, it doesn't make sense, right? Because these these killers are always robotic. It's a ritual to them. Everything mm-hmm. is the same. It gives them a sense of power. So, like, it doesn't make sense that all these deaths are different.
0: Mm-hmm. Is this the one, too, where... She's got like two sets of sperm on her as well.
1: I believe so, because this is the Hillside Strangler. So is this different than the Boston Strangler? There's, I think I <laughs> there's think a lot of stranglers.
0: I want to say yes, because I think the Hillside, they had two people for the Hillside. Obviously, the two sperms. Mm-hmm. And like little moments
1: where, you know, Holly Hunter is like, why is your computer off? And then she's like, because I turned it off. Would you like me to turn it back on? Yes. Okay. Like it's just it's just fun. Like it's good dialogue. I, just watching these people interact is entertaining to me.
0: No, for sure. Is like it just gives them human, makes them human. You know,
1: because they're not necessarily like best friends. Yeah. You know, skipping on the field. Well, Helen's not gonna go out on the field, but um, <laughs> but you know, it's, <laughs> but throughout the movie, like you can definitely see that they have a, gain a sense of respect for one mm-hmm. another. You know, and I think this is also where Helen realizes that it seems like the order of the killings is the order of the killer. She talked about in her seminars. So they figure the next one is going to be Berkowitz. I believe the son of Sam killer.
0: I think they figure that out after after episode. I think think that's at the son of Sam one. They figure that out because that's when, because the son of Sam one, she asks about, she get she asks about all the crime details that, have not been released or talked about yet, or even discovered yet. And she's like walking, uh, Detective Bailey, Officer Bailey, through all of the little uh, intricacies for from those killings. Like, oh, is there a note left in the phone booth? Oh, where was she? What side of the car is she on? And she's like, Is there a tape in the car? Mm-hmm. And he's like,
1: Yeah, play it. It's gonna be the Partridge Family, and it's the Partridge Family. Mm-hmm. And oh. this is
0: when. Her security flops again.
1: Here I go. All her security is like a cop in a Scream movie.
0: Basically. (laughs) They're bad.
1: Because he thinks it's more important to go check this car alarm that's going off. Mm -hmm. Granted, annoying the neighborhood, but you literally have one job. Somebody else can do that.
0: Yeah, it's a car alarm. It's not like...
1: Somebody's out there screaming bloody murder. Yeah.
0: Someone could have just hit the keys in their pocket for all he knows.
1: (laughs) Because this gives the killer an opportunity to go into Helen's.
0: Mm-hmm and after she tells detective Bailey about the note in the phone booth they immediately realize that Helen might be in some sort of danger based on the contents of the note so they immediately rush over there right and she tries to
1: leave and again they do a good job of like making you feel like she does you know mm-hmm. visually with the camera work and stuff like but that, it's just crazy to me that like you could be so paralyzed by fear to leave your house mm-hmm. that you would rather go back inside to potentially to a killer that you know is in there like Mm -hmm. but it's it's a real thing you know and like we get these shots too i don't know if you remember from um again an episode that did really well when a stranger calls remake when the killer's like dropping down from the ceiling and stuff Mm -hmm. it gave me those
0: vibes so i kind of wonder what the killer's intent was here was just to like freak her out to let her to make her realize like she's not safe
1: because he wouldn't want to kill her because that's the last, right? He wants to recreate the opening of this movie. Mm -hmm. It's like when (laughs) it's like when, um, you know, you're always like, why are they attacking Sydney when we have the whole big monologue to do at the end? Right. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, what what are you doing here? So maybe he was just trying to scare her.
0: Yeah. Ginner had a little bit because this is when she tells, uh, the detectives. Oh yeah. He, he might've been in here before messing with my dress, which I didn't, I didn't even think about it. I thought it was just me. They're like, could have told us. You should have <laughs> said that. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I think this is a pretty great scene where Helen's like, basically, don't bullshit me. Just tell me what's going on. And then Holly Hunter very directly is like, you know, basically, we. he knows where you live. He's been in here before. He could come in again. Like, you know, and she's just like, I appreciate your honesty. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Like you said, it's just so it's so crazy to think that she's paralyzed with such fear that she's not even going to go and like, leave her house to go to like another house or something. Like she's going to stay know that up in She's like, I don't think moving's even in the equation. Yeah. Right. And yeah. She she's, can't she, leave this place. She's there, which she, you think they could just like dope her up and drug her up to sedate her get her someplace. Where well, I wonder she, if
1: it's, it's even just not being where she's used to living. That's what I think. Yeah. To, that's what like, I think it is. Oh, so I'll just mention this now in case I forget. There's an original ending, which isn't available to watch, where at the end, the killer actually kidnaps Holly Hunter and brings her to the bathroom, and mm-hmm. she has, Sigourney has to go and rescue her, but the test audience didn't buy her leaving, which makes sense to me.
0: I don't think she would leave enough for Holly, maybe Detective Bailey, but it's still the she wants that they yeah. did Bailey D. But it'd be a still a very hard sell at, after you spent all of the movie showing, showing her fear. her... Yeah. There'd have to be some progression, which I guess there was a little progression where she stepped outside for, like, four steps here. A hot second. But, like, to have her go from that, which was excessive for her, to... Leaving her, you know, her condo and going to an entirely
1: new building and going through all that, right? Like maybe it was supposed to be some big badass empowering moment. Like I'm gonna go do this, but yeah, a bit of a hard sell for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it works better probably how they did it. And we get some very weird music until it's not weird because I thought it was like um like music that was just playing over the movie, but it oh, turns like out it's actually music that they're listening. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's the cassette, right? Right. It it takes
1: me out every time I watch it because I forget. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. They're listening to it. (laughs) Um, I forgot who sings it, but it's a song Murder by Numbers, which is a very mediocre film starring Sandra Bullock, a serial killer movie with a baby Ryan Gosling. Um, (laughs) And is it here that Sigourney, they think, um, is this Dahmer? Did Dahmer, is he the one who faked injury um, to get the sorority girls to help them?
0: Oh, I thought it was Bundy because Dahmer's oh, at the end. because Dahmer's at the very end with poor oh, Andy. Andy. Justice yeah. for Andy. Okay, it might have been Bundy. I'm not. The, is this the sure. one though, where it's like
1: he killed three, mm-hmm. three in one one day or one night? So they're telling you know the the colleges to tell the girls like be careful of any suspicious man with mm-hmm. with a fake injury, basically. <laughs> and we see that our killer here he works in a lab, which mm-hmm. you know. His knowledge of that is helping him, obviously.
0: Yeah, they're saying he has to like do something that's very precise. This guy's obviously very intelligent. You know, he set up that that program to auto-delete itself. So he's a highly functional adult. This bug scene's creepy.
1: All the ants. the ants, all that, yeah. Because like she just sees like one, and then she sees another one, and just like mm-hmm. whatever. And then we see more and more until she completely undoes undoes the covers, and there's a whole shit ton of fucking ants in her
0: bed. Then when she she undoes some of the covers, it realizes that there's her book with a severed finger as a bookmark in the bed that the killer must have planted when he was in there. I mean, oh, that's probably why the killer was in there earlier. Right, because when would he have done how, this?
1: How far, how long ago was that, though? It wasn't it,
0: that couldn't have been too long ago because we we haven't had a a kill yet since since the um, the son of Sam Knight. So it couldn't have been too long ago. It's all making sense now. Okay, so he had, did have a purpose there, but the finger just so happens to be on the chapter where the that killer from the beginning ends up breaking out and killing or trying to kill the doctor there.
1: So then we have our webcam scene where she gets to talk to Harry Connick Jr.
0: I love how they kept his character pretty integral. I mean, they could have just had that opening scene with him and been done with him. But I like that they brought him back. They
1: kind of weave him into this movie like he's not in it a lot, but it makes an impression. Yeah.
0: So apparently he's been in somewhat in contact with the main killer. The main killer has been like writing him letters and told
1: he, he like admires him. Right. Yeah.
0: And told him to give part of his soul for some money, which he's like, I think you can understand what I mean by that. And they're like, how did you get that to him? And he's like, well, a buddy of mine who got out on parole goes out and can like meet with him. So this.
1: But he just use, he just used like cleaner. Right. Something as a as, as sperm.
0: I think he's very. This guy's still pretty messed up. Okay. How about the term squirrel covers? Oh squirrel iconic. Sigourney was like, what? But I, I come on, like you you know. It's, it's a little it's a little uh, it's a little weird. Don't know if I'd ever call him that, but I think it only should be called that for now. Only on. so he makes a deal with her where he will tell them the location of like the ne- the location and time of the next meeting. If he'll get some underwear from Sigourney Weaver, squirrel covers, squirrel covers, yes, which she obliges. All right, this whole next scene, I'm a little confused on. Maybe you can help me out. A
1: random death of Mr. Bailey.
0: Yeah, who who is this rando that they have? Is this the friend? Because I feel like I see his face in an ID later on. Like who who is the uh, who is the guy who they have chained up and ends up I don't stealing think a gun? We've seen him before. I we, just
1: think he's just some rando. Random. Like, I could see maybe somebody thinking, like, what, why is this scene here? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, because you could have killed Mr. Wayne Bailey, one of the killers of Scream 6. You could have just had him maybe die from the killer Mm -hmm. or something that was more integral to the movie. But Mm -hmm. I almost... Is this just supposed to be more like, oh, this is life? Yeah. Kind of a thing. Like, he... This just happened because it happens.
0: Which I get that. I just want to know who this... You want the prequel. I, I, I wanna know Next who this story. I wanna know who this screaming man is and why they brought him in. And I like how they tap the the one guy tabs the one Asian guy's like, Come on, tell him, tell him, drop the gun. And he's like, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like how
1: Mr. Bailey has a box of donuts, of course, and it just won't hold, won't let go of it. I like it. relatable.
0: He's also very nice to the screaming man. He was gonna offer him a donut too. <laughs> <laughs> the shooting man's like no I'm gonna choose violence here and take this gun He's and point like, no, it at your head I
1: want a one with jelly in it you don't have that This is
0: wrong. that's all he was saying I want a jelly one
1: yeah but this kind of sucks though because Holly Hunter if she overhears this manages to shoot the guy you know all's good in the world
0: but this is totally on Detective Bailey for just standing there like an idiot
1: right cause she can't shoot him really shoot him yeah. again from that angle yeah
0: he's just like oh thank God you save he stands there for like ten minutes and that's the guy just pop him again which I think at that point I don't know that guy on the ground's got to be like i'm f- I'm fucked anyway so I might as well take someone out right it just unfortunately has to be detective Bailey
1: give us a sequel to this movie and a prequel of this guy's backstory thank you
0: yeah I wonder who he is <laughs>
1: but I think this kind of Bonds, our two leading ladies, a little bit too, because they both obviously had some feelings
0: for him. Mm-hmm. And Holly and her ex seem to come out a little stronger from they this. Have Be- a little. So
1: everybody, everybody's happier now, <laughs> basically. <laughs>
0: the ex apparently left the gun unlocked in his drawer because there was something else going on in the in the office. So he, like, got up and, like, went over to that and left this guy unattended for a hot second, and that's when this all went down. So now... I just
1: hope that box of donuts was okay and didn't get blood on it. Hopefully there's...
0: Someone, someone will eat them. I could eat a donut right now. <laughs> uh, DoorDash. <laughs> so then I guess the ex-boyfriend ends up going on unpaid leave, and Holly was, like, wants to give up her badge, but her lieutenant's, like, no, I don't want to lose three good cops tonight. Like keep your bags. Like you're fine. You made the right call. It just wasn't the right outcome. Right. Which is which is pretty good life advice. Sometimes it happens. And sometimes you get roofied as Ted
1: Bundy would do. <laughs> this this so this is Bundy. This is Bundy. here. This is Wait, this. or is this Dahmer? I thought Oh, Dom, D- this is Dahmer. D- Dahmer yeah. like he would pick up the men sometimes, right? This
0: is yeah, this is for sure Dahmer. Yeah, I saw the scene and I was like, wow, this looks like Was there on the Dahmer thing?
1: Th- yeah, so there were scenes like this in that show, kind of?
0: Very similar. Like the, cult, the club scene, the roofie, the roofie thing.
1: And we don't really see anything but the implication of decapitation, right?
0: It's pretty he, aggressive. He takes out the bone saw. It looks to be. Or hacksaw, some Some type of saw. The saw used in saw. Oh,
1: well, actually, we know he gets decapitated because we see his body floating yes. in the water later.
0: We don't actually see him getting atap- decapitated. That'd be... Pretty aggressive. Before, poor Helen.
1: For you know, this cop that she wanted the D from, and, and now her assistant Andy is dead.
0: She's going through okay,
1: it. Is this also where what I like to say? Her and the killer have a meme off. Um, <laughs> she oh. sends a, a meme back to him. Basically, mm. is like, like, come get me. I'm gonna, yeah, something badass. Yeah, you know? and then they find her killer's house with his. Lover slash
0: aunt who's dead. Who could be both. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. And the whole house is, like, booby-trapped with probably gas, I'm guessing. Because the whole house ends up getting set on fire. Okay. Is this like
1: Scream 3, though? How did they not spell the gas?
0: They didn't smell like g- That's right. So, yeah. everybody
1: wants to come for Scream 3 when Mr.
0: Tom Prince
1: got blown up in the house.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, you know what it it was. To make it even worse, I don't even think it was a gas leak. I think it was just like he poured gas down, because we see like an like something dripping, like an empty can, like a I think it's an empty gas can dripping. Mm -hmm. So it's like that is pretty pungent, like even more so than like just air, like like a gas leak, which I can't smell. So (laughs) what
1: we're saying is copycats less realistic than Scream Three, even yes.
0: (laughs) So that whole house being set on fire caught a blaze is all just a distraction because the entire police force she decides needs, to go there.
1: Yeah. She needs more than one cop at her side at all times because it never works out. So, okay. So she looks through the peephole, right? Mm-hmm. And how did you take this? I took this as, because he's like laughing, like yeah. having a good time. I took this as the killer being like, okay act natural act natural act like you're laughing right mm-hmm. is that how you took it or I, do you think he was like oh hey buddy i'm a cop too and yeah i
0: took it as them being chummy because he didn't have anything on him at that point point. Mm-hmm. and then as soon as then obviously like a split second later he's got the knife on him i've heard people kind of debate that
1: either way it works though but you're wrong man no, i'm just kidding <laughs> and here the killer loses the glasses and turns from a six to a nine um <laughs> magically kidnaps Helen I want to see that other cut though just out of curiosity where Holly Hunter gets kidnapped release it that's the cut we need not the Snyder
0: cut I mean Sigourney definitely brings it in this last scene but I would love to see her like in full-on action mode as well so of course the killer leaves uh a video for Holly to watch saying if you're smart you'll know where to find us and if you're a really smart cop you'll come alone so of course we're back in the bathroom, been there, done that. <laughs> From the f- opening scene, cop is laid out like the f- like like the opening scene. He's asking uh, uh, Sigourney like how how was his head? Was it this way? Was it this way? And like toying with her, but like you know she essentially tries to kill
1: herself, right? Which he's not having. He's like, this is not how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And I just love how she just verbally like annihilates this guy. What did you
0: say? Basically, you're nothing. Like, she tries to get into his head, hard. Like, and it, like, uh, it almost it almost works too for a split second. And he's like, No, 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 I see what you're doing.
1: Saying he's pretty much pathetic because he's just copy. He's a copycat. I mean, he has no personality of his own. Mm-hmm. Like, he just has to copy all these other iconic people. Mm-hmm. I think a lo- uh, I read the spit wasn't planned.
0: Oh, so and he's like his, actually surprised? his
1: reaction was real. Like, I don't think that's something that people would do nowadays, you know? Yeah, you probably could cancel for that or right. something.
0: That's awesome. Well, I love,
1: I love seeing him, you know, get so pissed off at her, you know, until he finally, like, oh, I know what you're doing, right?
0: Doesn't he scream Billy Loomis to you?
1: Like, Yeah. Just to me, like. The hair. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like. I every- mean, Scream is only a year after this movie. A year you after, know? you said? And it? even the themes of him wanting to be famous. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's a big crossover of scream and copycat stands.
0: <laughs> Holly finally shows up and I feel bad for her because I don't know if it's her lack of believing in herself or what, but she calls uh or she radios to the police and says, Just give Lieutenant Quinn a message and I'm like, I'm sorry I messed up. But she knows this I'm sure she knows this case by now. So in, in the opening scene, the uh the killer ends up coming out from like the broom closet or like janitor's closet in the restroom. So she immediately goes there, shoots uh, shoots Look, at it. Pulls a Sydney Prescott. Here we go again. Shoots the closet
1: without even checking. No one's love in there. See it. Oh, I love this shot, though, where she's like checking all the stalls, which is always fun in a, in a thriller or horror mm-hmm. movie. And then we see the head the, turn. The, the head turn, like ever so briefly. Yes. Like, so good. And then even like how he puts her his hands on her gun, like mm-hmm. very good.
0: And then of course he's reciting everything from the first scene. Should he shoot her? Should he like cut her in the throat? But like it is funny to me. Like he just does seem so much more
1: pathetic if you compare it to Harry Connick Jr. in the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Like he is like this Kmart version <laughs> of the
0: opening scene. The one thing I don't get is okay. So he tells Sigourney like like don't give away like where I am or I will kill her right like you think like she could have maybe figured out some way to let her know like right there do better tied up Sigourney yeah do something with your eyes (laughs) eyes. like she looked over to like to left or right and was like that's that's not I mean I guess that would have been right in the opening scene but obviously not you know where he is so she ends up or Holly ends up getting like grazed in the shoulder and shot in the chest even though we know she has a bulletproof vest on we saw which I I kind of wish we didn't see that, because that would have been much more badass later on the bulletproof vest reveal, mm-hmm. like in Back to the Future, Part Two, um, or is it Part One? Part One, I think. I
1: haven't seen those movies in forever. I don't remember a bulletproof vest scene. Oh, you
0: don't? No. Oh, spoiler I alert for know Back to the Future the Part One. The bulletproof vest scene in Scream Three. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so she ends up getting like knocked out for a hot second while Sigourney is just there to. Look. This is where she like fakes or tries to kill herself. Oh, this is where she does. Yeah. It. Okay. Where she kicks off the high heel, the other high heel that she has on. And then the killer gets all freaked out. He's like, No, no, no it's not no, how it's supposed to work. No, no, no. <laughs> and then they have a nice fight scene. But this is where she kind of throws on her badass shoes.
1: Yeah, she's badass she, she's with handcuffs on, which isn't mm-hmm. easy to do. And she's she's but it's like realistic badassery because she's not a cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's been living in her big ass apartment for 13 months. She ain't going to the gym doing karate classes. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's been
0: scared to go anywhere. But now she's forced to go through this building because it's either like imminent death or have a fighting chance. Right.
1: I love, too, when she, she runs up to the roof and we get, like, this circular shot, like, going around again, just, like, getting into her mind, like, mm. her anxiety, you know? Because, I mean, this is really hard for her. She's not even inside anymore, you know what Yeah. I mean? I love Sigourney's acting here. Like, she's, like, off the hinges. Like, <laughs> like, she just can't take this anymore. I just love
0: Peter's aggression as
1: well. Like, just,
0: like... What are you laughing at, you bitch? Like, he's like, just... You
1: know, she—he, she's triggering him. Yeah. He was probably picked on as a fucking kid. You know, this is bringing back memories. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you stole my chocolate milk, you know? Like, I love it when our lead... Whenever they just laugh at the killer, it's just, like, <laughs> such an F you to them. <laughs> but, of course, Holly, with her bulletproof vest,
0: comes to save the day and shoots him up. Which I feel like she could have definitely helped out in the bathroom. I feel like this would have been much more meaningful than... All took place in the bathroom.
1: Mm, but then we want to have that awesome sh- circular shot.
0: You missed the circular shot.
1: I don't know. I kind of feel, though, I kind of wish Sigourney got the last blow. You know what I mean?
0: I totally thought he was going to get off a shot the way they set it up. Because he shot several times and he's able to raise up the gun and point it at, her, at Holly in like a slow-mo. But then she ultimately just shoots him in the head. Like I wish she maybe
1: went down and then Sigourney went over and got his gun and then shot him in the head or something like Mm -hmm. that. I don't know.
0: Or like he's yeah he's still breathing and then she ends it Mm -hmm. with his gun. That would have been badass. Do better movie.
1: (laughs) Then we wrap things up with Harry Connick Jr. Where we realize that he's got like all these disciples right. So yeah, he's like writing
0: to someone else, inspiring them, telling them. You know, Peter lost his way. Like, if you, as long as you stay the course, we can do this and I can get my vengeance.
1: Setting up a sequel that we need. That we never got? That we never got. Not even a shitty direct-to-video one. At least the cell got that. You know? (laughs) Come on. Give us copycat too.
0: (laughs) I like how it ends, the end credits start, just linger in Harry Connor Jr.'s face. It just stays there. Yeah. It's It's very, very creepy. Very menacing.
1: So that is. Copycat. That's our Copycat slash Scream 3 episode for you people.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> With surprise guest, Detective Bailey <laughs> yes. from Scream 7. So
1: you liked it a lot.
0: I liked it a lot. I, I, I think I'm really enjoying my thrillers as of late.
1: Thrillers it's are always a good, a good time. time. Definitely some more that we can cover in the future. So this is definitely... You know, one of the more underappreciated ones. But, you know, maybe after this podcast.
0: 99% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was surprised it had like IMDb was maybe like a five or six something around there. I don't know if that's what that normally scales to. Like that's good. They're
1: they're very harsh on there.
0: So that's probably that's That's probably okay. I I still think it at
1: least least deserves a six point zero on IMDb. Mm hmm. Come on, people. Yeah,
0: it's pretty engaging. Like I said, Roger
1: Ebert gave it three and a half stars out of out of four. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, it's not quite the four out of four he gave the cell. He knows what's up, but <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely one of the best thrillers in my opinion. With two amazing performances by Sigourney Weaver and Holly Hunter, mm-hmm. and Detective Wayne Bailey was okay too, I guess, before he was shot randomly.
0: <laughs> I did like they did have a little moment uh, Holly and Sigourney where she tells him about his death and and Holly's like well I know you two had a thing and Sigourney's like no it it wasn't like that and like and you can see like in Holly's eye she had like a little bit of a like relief she's like oh okay like he probably actually did like me in the end he liked me like me
1: complex
0: female characters
1: who like I said I really appreciate that Sigourney isn't like this perfect final girl. You know what I mean? Like she can be bitchy and she's complicated. You know, we need more, more female writing like this. Um, I know one of the writers too, I didn't mention. uh, She, I think created and produced and wrote on the show, Ray Donovan starring um 100 cotton here we go again oh <laughs> uh, which i did really like the first two seasons of that show mm. um and then it kind of went off the rails once katie holmes joined but <laughs> oh katie <laughs> oh katie <laughs> but yeah that was a fun episode for a dark movie very dark Uh, thank you guys so much for listening follow us on social media we're on instagram and twitter at horror stands we're also on tiktok at horror stands podcast if you can give us a follow or a review
0: or a five-star rating it really helps us out we appreciate you guys so so much yes thank you so much to each and every one of you who listens like subscribe follow and we'll see you for the next one